Welcome back to another episode of Hit em Up! Episode 14. In this episode, we got three segments. Segment 1, Series 41, Final 4 and Finals Recap and Player Awards. Segment 2, we got a Player's Edition with a special interview. Segment 3, TGA Talks and Pro-Am Talks. Let's go! Segment 1, Series 41, Final 4, Finals Recap and Player Awards. So let's start with the Final 4 and the Finals Recap. So in the Final 4, we had number 4, Gifted Talents, versus number 1, RTN. That series was an easy sweep for Gifted Talents, heading to the Finals 2-0. They dominated that series. RTN could have put up a better fight than that. I expected more because I predicted them to go to the Finals this season, but... They let me down, and Gifted Talents went right back to the finals. Congrats to Gifted Talents on making it to back-to-back finals. Now we're on to the next Final Four game. Number two, Possess versus number 11, Revenge Life, the Cinderella team. Possess beat them 2-0 in an easy series also. As the Cinderella story came to an end, Revenge Life, you guys had a great season, though. That was a surprising playoff run on my end. I didn't expect you guys to make it this far, but you guys made it as the furthest Final Four lowest seed team in TGL League's history, so that's an accomplishment in itself. It doesn't even matter what you guys finish in the regular season. You guys performed in the playoffs. But possessed with Q-Pop and AYOPK came through again and dominated that series. Tian Locke strapped up the point guard two games on to the finals. So we have a repeat finals of the last season with possessed number two versus number four gifted talents. We had a press conference heading into the finals. Both teams showed respect for each other. They kind of knew possessed possessed put it up that they were gonna win two nothing. Gifted talents thought they were gonna win two nothing. They thought they both thought it was gonna be a good fight though. But in the end. Possessed came out on top of the easy series win 2 nothing. Q Poppin, AYOPK dominated again. Tian Locke didn't cover the bet that we had, you know what I mean? But I, I, I don't care about the five bucks, it's just the competitiveness. But Google Tendo showed out in the, fi- in the finals a little bit, he just couldn't get no supporting help. But Q Pop did what he always does double, 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 double buckets. Let's get into the player awards now. So the sixth man of the season went to RTNX Comp FP of RTN. Hit him up! Being the best sixth man off the bench all season. Came in off the bench and performed in the games that he played in well, you know what I mean? So you have to give him a huge hit him up. Scoring champ went to XY Selmy, prime time. He's a surprise winner, but he put up buckets all season. Can't even hate on him right now because he did put up a lot of 30-point games and a lot of double-doubles. He had a good season, so I have to give him a hit him up. Defensive player of the season went to RTNX Sacrifice. but I think this is his second time winning it of RTN. He had a good defensive season. Unfortunately, they couldn't get the job done, but 
he had a great season on the defensive end, shutting down a lot of point guards or containing them. I shouldn't say shutting them down, but containing them while putting up great defensive numbers. So I have to give him a huge hit him up. League MVP went to Q Pauper possessed. He he's a regular award winner, so I think this is his second one if I'm not wrong. Winning back to back. I have to give him a huge hit him up. Looking like a real Hall of Famer right now. He goes down in the books, man. Him and Possessed now, man. Two times. We can't let them win three times in a row, man. I have to give a huge hit him up. This goes out to the all six, man. Team, the five players that made it. The first and second all defensive team, the ten players that made it. And the 15 players that made it to the first, second, and third team All-Stars. The last huge hit em up I have to give it out to is Possessed, winning back-to-back -back champions. You know what I mean? You have to give them a huge hit em up! As they dominated all season and dominated in the playoffs. I don't even think they lost a game in the playoffs. They didn't. 2 nothing, 2 nothing, 2 nothing. Easy sweep to the money. Let's go, man. That was a that was a great overall season, though. It was really competitive, man. As much as Possessed won it back-to-back, -back, there's a lot of good teams in it this season. So we'll see if Possessed can go three-time champions. We can't let them do that, my niggas, even though they're Hall of Famers. Someone has to, someone has to come out and, and make some adjustments. But let's go! Segment 2, Players Edition. Hold on, we're just waiting for the special guest to join. Psych! It's me, PJ. PSN, Tigalong11. Position, center. Team, FTF Hawks back in the day. So let's get into this player's edition with me. Because I know nobody thinks I ever played 2K or I just run the Discord and know nothing about 2K. So let me get into my player's edition. I'm going to answer some of the questions that I would ask the guests that come on to the show. It's just going to be a short one with just me alone. So, me personally, I've won TGL leagues. I made the first team All-Star. I made WR third team All-Star. Those are some of my accolades that I, that I had. I started playing Pro-Am in 2K19. And I got it, and I started playing comp pro am later in the 2K19 season. Mm -hmm. But let's get into the nitty gritty of the players' edition one now. So, why I stopped playing pro am in the comp scene is it got too got too frustrating. You know what I mean? It's hard to it's hard to get five guys consistent, no homo. It's hard to find players that can handle losing and build. And it costs too much money to enter leagues and roster changes. As you already know, everyone that plays Pro-Am gets addicted to the comp. So you can have four and no matter what, you're going to pay for a roster change just to get the fifth and just to get league games in. Not knowing that that fifth player that you just added could leave any time because you're paying the roster change and he can't handle losing. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that just get frustrating at playing pro am. So I just said and plus TGL leagues the owner asked me if I if I could help out after playing in a few seasons cuz he saw that I was committed to, you know what I mean, playing and 
thought I could help out in a little bit because I was experienced in the 2K league, in the 2K communities. I played in a lot of leagues, you know what I mean? WR, ADBA, Next Up, TPO. The leagues go on. Some of the leagues are not even around no more. So it's like, I've been around. But all that frustration just helped to help, help me say, yo, I don't really want to play this no more because this, this is just way too annoying. So I'd rather just play for fun now, as I said, because the comp got too addicted for me. Like, But yeah, next question I ask some of the people, what's the pros and the cons of owning a team? For me, it's not even so much owning a team because all my friends, all my players, most of my players on my team are IRLs, as you young boys call it. We're we're real-life friends, so it was was whatever. But the pros were, I'm not going to lie, pro-am comp is fun as hell because every basket, every minute counts. Like You have to be able to lock in for 20, 25 minutes and stay focused. If you can't do that, there's no point of playing pro-am, but... That's what made it fun for me because it was like a real basketball game. Like you, you just have to be able to have the mentals to lock in. The next pro for me is you get to meet some good people, you know what I mean? The people that you actually give a chance to play with, you get to meet some good people. And my, on my team, we don't just add anybody because the winning is not realistic, you know what I mean? Because there's pros and semi-pros out here, but... Some of the people that we added to the team that were from the States, because our team was a Canadian team, there were some good people, you know what I mean? We still talk to them till today, and they still hoop with us when we jump into the rec or play some ranked program or whatever we do for fun. And next pro for me is I just love the comp. Everybody loves the competition, like, all the time. That's why that playing playing competitive program ruins ranked, ruins rec, it ruins all the other gameplays. Cause all you want to do is just get up and get your five on and run some league games. Cause you know everything counts in league games and the possibility of your team winning or the possibility of you winning some accolades or see how good you're getting or see how you're improving or whatever. You know what I mean? So. Those are three of the pros that I had of me playing comp pro-am. The cons, I'm not going to lie to you guys. NBA 2K actually affects your real life. A lot of you guys might not want to admit it, but you guys will wake up at 8 in the morning, 9 in the morning, 10 in the morning, messaging your team to see if you're ready. That means you're addicted, my guy. The first thing you did when you woke up was think about 2K. There's a lot of life out there. But it actually affects your real life, like something simple like you might want to go fuck some bitches. Sorry, ladies, for calling you guys bitches, but then your team's like, yo, we're playing some matchups tonight, so you might have to put the, put the women on hold. <laughs> A lot of 2K niggas do that. Or you might have to go out and you just put a lot of things on hold just to make sure you're there to play the comp program because you don't want to miss no games when you signed up. But... That's one of the that's one of the cons. The next thing to me is it's costly. If you're a team owner and you really want to have a successful team, you have to be willing to put the money in. Every roster change you might have to pay for, every league entry you might have to pay for just so you're playing. Because you already know a lot of guys, but yo, I don't want to pay the $10, yo. I don't want to pay the $5 to, to join up with the team. 
said, my guy, you guys are talking about a little dime, a bag of weed money and a McDonald's combo money or, or a pack of blunts. Or, come on, my guys, that should never be a problem. But if you want to be a real team owner, you're going to have to take those losses. Knowing that no money's possibly ever coming back, whether it's from winning prizes or anything. So that's one, that's the next con. My last con for me, no, I have two more. I have, the last two for me is, you actually meet the worst. <laughs> meeting good people and meeting, it's like it goes both ways. So I have meeting, I have meeting bad people on the cons. It's like, come on. Niggas that want to leave after one game. You might have recruited a man from the wreck that you thought was decent. Then he goes into the pro-am arena. He paid for his roster change and he just wants to leave. Or as it comes back down to, if you ever watch any episodes, it's bitch nigga tendos. That's where I said the meeting the bad people come in. Because that's just bitch. A lot of 2K niggas have bitch nigga tendos. It's crazy. Doesn't matter how old you are. They have bitch nigga tendos. The last thing I'll say that's a con is it's addictive. So as I said, like a lot of these teams that want to be serious, they stay up watching film, they go to extra length, they have practices, they play in a hundred leagues. They it doesn't matter. You just a, you could lose every single game in every league and continuously enter in all the leagues because you're addicted. You know you have no chance of winning, but you're still playing because you're addicted. Like, so those are four of the cons that I had. So, moving forward, as an owner, I think teams need to know that this is not life-changing money. Any league you enter into, if if you have an eight-man roster and the prize is 2000 that's not life-changing money. If the prize is 800 that's not life-changing money. Like, come on, guys. Like, the way we take it so serious and talk and talk a certain way, this is not life-changing money. You're splitting up all the money. It's not one guy's getting 800 or all five guys are getting 800 or That's still not life-changing money. So the way we take this serious, it's not life-changing money. All of us are basically just playing for pride and the organization of Pro-Am, like, every, all of us love the structure of just a league format or a tournament format. That's what we really play for. So you being a bitch nigga and dodging teams, it's not life-changing money. <laughs> like, come on, my niggas. Like, if you guys don't understand that part of it, then it's crazy because you're never going to evolve because... You might you're gonna split that money and buy a bag of weed or buy two combos at McDonald's or put in a little gas money and your prize money's done. So that's not life changing money. But my overall view of Pro Am Pro Am is a great scene. It's a great scene, but it's a bad scene at the same time. Like we need to improve that. There's too much bitch niggas in there. Niggas win one game and, as I said, they want to post everything or they win five games and they like, just hoop. Get your team on and just hoop. All this extra shit is just bitch niggas shit. Like, it's just a video game. Just hoop. All of us are not making it to the league. Even with me. Like, I never played Pro-Am thinking I was going to make it to the league. Because first off, 
I have a criminal record, so there's no way I'm going to the States from Canada. <laughs> I just played it serious as a hobby, you know what I mean? Because I go to the gym every day and work out. This is for you too, you bitch niggas that like to talk shit to me in the Discord. If you're not benching at least 225, 10 plus times, there's no point of talking to me because I'm just going to body slam you. Rock bottom, people's elbow, stone cold stunner, like tombstone, choke slam. Devon, get the tables, like powerbomb you through the table. <laughs> like, come on, my guys. But anyways, yeah, the overall pro-am scene, over the next five years, I can see it developing into a huge thing. There's some improvements that they could do to make it a lot better, though, for sure. Via, stop making all the pros enter in all these amateur leagues. Give the amateurs a real time to shine. Not everybody should be playing with the pros, you know what I mean? That's why I kind of like the TGL league structure. Give some of the lower teams a, t a, a chance to build and, and, and compete at the same time. You enter in the bigger leagues with the bigger pots, you already know what's going to happen. The best teams are going to enter and they're going to snatch up the pot. Hey, let me get five guys that never got drafted, put them on a team and dominate our post-draft. We know that's how it's going to go already. Pre-draft, all the NBA 2K guys gang up from their little circle and beat up all the teams that are regular that be, that are going to be around for the full year. Either way, it's tough. That's why I said this is not life-changing money. Literally start playing 2K to have more fun and just compete. You're not going to win every game. You're not going to win every league. Until you guys really realize that, you're not going to get the full thing out of Pro-Am just being fun. If you're trying to make it to the 2K League, then yeah, you better be putting in that extra work and watching film sessions and trying to make a man, pay a man from the 2K League to actually train you in. Come on, guys. That's the extra length. Put your pride aside if you're a point guard. Message one of some of the best point guards and say, yo, I'll give you a, a money an hour each day to train me to, to so I can be a better point guard. That's if you're serious about your craft. You're a wing, you're a lockdown, you're a center. It takes nothing for you to say, yo, let me pay one of these guys to actually teach me how to play instead of being the, uh, the, big, the big man or the, the typical nigga that doesn't want to ask nobody for help. Not all of us know everything. But the last question on this, sh on this short interview of my player's edition is, you guys basically heard a lot of it already. But the last question is why I love Pro-Am. So I have four reasons why I love Pro-Am. First reason I've been talking about is the, co the competitiveness. Everybody loves to compete. Win, lose, or draw, you just want to compete. So that's one of my favorite things. The second thing is the organization. You just Everyone loves playing in a league or, or a tournament format where you know they're keeping real track of wins and losses and you're trying to be in a playoff seed or you're trying to make the playoffs as a higher seed or whatever. You just love all of that stuff and seeing next teams compete and how you match up with them. So the organization is one thing that I loved about it too that got me addicted. The third thing is structure. It's not like it's not like rank pro-am or, or rec where everybody's just running around wild and the game is sloppy. Like The floor is spaced out. Everybody's running plays, like you know what I mean. It's just more structure behind it. It's not like any other any of the other game plays where you're just running around wild playing. The last thing is, it's just it's just fun. 
when you really just look at it for fun, instead of thinking that all of this is life-changing money and all of that, it's real just fun. And it took me till later on to realize that, that it's actually just fun. But that's the end of my player's edition segment. So I have to give myself a huge hit em up. That's PJ's player's edition, man. Let's go. Segment three, TGA Talks and Pro-Am Talks. This one's funny still. I can't lie to you guys. But let's deal with the TGA Talks first. Series 42 and 43 update. PS5, Xbox, Next Gen, PS4, Xbox One. Sign up now. You might get pushed back two days. Also, next month, April or May, TGL League's owner said they'll try another draft league. And they'll try a My Team League, a mini one. So look out for that. Let's get into the Pro-Am talks now. The first thing I have to say before I get into the Pro-Am talks is nobody in the LGBTQ or whatever it's called, no one get offended by this. This is just for 2K niggas. 2K niggas, you guys got to cut out all this gay talk. About suck man's dick. I love you. Kiss my ass. Kiss me. Yo, like anything gay. Like when did talking gay become cool or funny? Like that's funny to niggas. Yo, I love you, Tommy. I love you. Like come on, guys. Cut that out. There's no time for gay talks. Like that's, that's, that's the difference between Canada and the States. That's unacceptable out here. Like. Just cut all that gay talk out, please. I don't want to hear I love you. I don't want to hear, yo, that, that's my favorite boyfriend. Come on, my niggas. Tell me, just, if someone could tell me when talking gay became cool, fuck, man, I'm still not going to feel you, bud. So, like, I'll just have to laugh at that, but Cut out the gay talk in the 2K community, please, my niggas. Please. It's, uh, we don't need it. We don't, you're not gay, so you don't need to be telling next man you love them or I want to suck your dick or give me a massage, like, cut it out. Please cut it out. Fuck, my niggas. I'm not going to lie to you. You guys just keep giving me funny content to talk about, man. This shit's crazy in the pro-am community. Like, it just can't be neat and tidy. Just play the game, close the app, go to sleep. It has to be bare gay shit talking and just funny shit like grown men talking funny, young men talking funny. What is this world coming to? Like what? All you niggas are just gay? Holy fuck. If you are, fuck. I hear you, but if you're not and you're talking like this, cut it out, man. That's my rant for the pro-am talks, man. Cut out the gay talks. Please, I can't even give that a hit em up because it's just so gay. Just cut it out, man. But anyways, man, I have to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Hit Em Up. 
episode 14 man make sure you guys keep supporting man i've seen you guys in the press conference everyone saying hit him up anytime you hit a motherfucking tray ball it's hit him up that's how i know you guys are fucking with me a little bit keep supporting man share it out to everybody if you ever want a player interview on the players edition highlight me in the discord or message the owner on ig or twitter man just keep supporting the thing man it's nba 2k talk Pro-Am talk, TGL Leagues talk, bigging up all the players in TGL Leagues, talking about them, analyzing the season. Come on, my niggas. What more you guys want? We're up to the times. But let's go, man. Keep supporting, man. Thank you for tuning in, man. I'll see you guys next time.